Good evening, everyone. All right, we're going to start our Back to the Basic Six series, and um, we're just we're going to hit quite a few things during this particular series, just uh, what the Bible has to say about it in particular. So we may be talking about um, control substances. We could be talking about music. We could be talking about once saved, always saves. Uh, just some 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 things that kind of out there they go back and forth or they might be gray areas but we'll clear up a lot of the gray areas um, but today we're going to talk about perfection holiness um, sub, uh, spiritual maturity it's still back to the basics for for uh, uh, markets as a as a head topic but um but a uh, subtopic is perfection, holiness, spiritual maturity, and these are these are things that that are can be considered gray areas, but they're not gray as far as the Bible's concerned. Uh, but they consider gray areas like you know, uh, you know, nobody's perfect, or you know, you know, Jesus is the only one holy, walking on water, or you know, holiness is not wearing a hat and not wearing beautiful makeup and different things like of that nature. Um and uh but we'll spend some time talking about perfection holiness as it relates to spiritual maturity. Let's go to Acts chapter twenty. Acts chapter twenty. We're gonna just walk through some word today. This is a, a good series, you know, to uh invite folk to to challenge yourself to press in to get every aspect of it I think everything God talks about should have that same thirst and passion but you know as um, Lewis was saying during fast week how desperate are you so are we desperate to really really harmonize our lives with God's original intent or God's desired intent for us even right now all right, so Acts chapter 20, and we'll, we'll uh, start here at verse 30. Acts chapter 20, verse 30. It says, uh, also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things. So even, you know, as we're growing and doing different things like that, he was talking to the elders at uh, uh, in Ephesus, but he said, you know, uh, among your own selves, right? He says, uh, shall men arise speaking perverse things, perverted, twisted, wicked, uh, uh, deceptive things, right? Uh, to draw away disciples after them. So it's not just simple as once we decide to connect to this life that we just walk around, everything will be all good. There, you know, once you make a move and, 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 are intending to be committed, the adversary, you know, again, wakes up his next tier of attack. You know, if you're compromising or, if, or especially we wilding out as some of us have done in our lives, well, he don't really, we talked about this, uh, and write this note down, so we probably do need to talk about dreams. We also need to talk about uh, demons and, and, and spiritual wickedness, but well, we've talked about it before in this church where there's a uh, there's a hierarchy, and you know there's uh, principalities, there's levels of demonic attack, and the the weakest demons, you know, they probably are assigned to people jumping in the sand, right? Because they don't, no one needs to pressure you or trick you or anything, uh, but as you you elevate to different levels in your your commitment to the Lord, well. The adversary will try to dispatch higher archy or higher levels of demonic attack in your life, uh, but but you know, it doesn't make a difference how high the attack is if you were God and you walking in the spirit like you should be. There's there's no concern, but if you're not, now you're in trouble. And and think about it. The Bible says at the highest level of authority or hierarchy or principality. Uh, Satan is disguised as an angel of light. So, 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 so look, the highest level is the highest level of deception. 
not necessarily brute, but deception, if that makes sense, okay? All right, so he says, uh, uh, again, let's get back to here, back to this, what we're talking about. He said there'll, there'll be per, a perverse, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Verse 31, therefore watch, Acts chapter 20, verse 31, therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn you everyone night and day with tears so here Jesus Paul said man I, I was like giving my all to to keep you out of craziness so I, it remind me of a uh, pastor Melanie you know you know just warning you every night day and night in tears like like to, to stay out of that craziness right you know, you know, Pastor Mel, Pastor Mel be talking to you, get it together, right? You know, so, so, and then so Paul said, you know, listen, heart to heart, man, I, just, I care about your life enough, man. I'm trying to keep you out of this, this craziness. And verse 32, it says, now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able, look, to build you up, this word right here, look, to give you an inheritance among all them which are what? Sanctified. Uh, you might want to circle and, and underline that word. So here he talked about, he says, man, there's going to be people among you going to try to deceive you. He said, man, uh, he said, he said, man, and I've been trying to warn you of this, prepare you before they even came. Advanced information, right? Advanced knowledge, out of head information. He said, he said, uh, he said, so right now I'm just going to commend you to God and his word. Cause I listen, I don't listen. I don't extended every tear, every sweat to prepare you not to deal with this. He says, so I'm gonna commend you to God and His Word. He says, but that word, if you embrace God and you embrace your communion with God and you embrace the Word, it says, look, look, you'll receive the inheritance that God has planned for you, right? Among the what? Them that are sanctified, right? Sanctified. All right, so so. So again, we're talking about uh, in this back to the basics lesson today. We're talking about perfection, holiness, spiritual maturity. All right, let's go here. So them that are sanctified, set apart. Well, we'll 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 get more into that. We'll probably uh, we're, we're going to get specifically into sanctification next week. So you definitely want to be here for the specifics on sanctification. But we're going to discuss some things about it today. But our, I think our whole message next week is sanctification. All right, so so uh, Luke nine, and we'll we'll hit fifty two, I believe sixty two. Luke nine, sixty two. It said, and Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looketh back is fit for the kingdom of God. So 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 now the kingdom of God. Now we talked about this on Sunday, but again, we're not going to we can't get past God has set us up to live uh on earth and is is in heaven, you know. Give us this day our daily bread. We uh, uh we forgive those who trespass. Forgive those who trespass uh, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is what? The kingdom, the power, the glory. Forever and ever, amen, right? So God has set this life up for us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Kingdom work first, right? It's all about kingdom work first, right? You know, in a marriage, it's kingdom work first. Communion with God, your covenant with your spouse, that attracts everything you need. You know, when you're single, it's about kingdom work first. You don't chase dreams, dreams chase you, right? That's, that's Matthew 6.33, right? The, the, the fool chases a dream. And he just repels it. It's just like that carrot. Like, it's, uh, what is the, the cartoon, the Bugs Bunny, had the carrot at the racetrack, just keep chasing the carrot. No, no, we don't, no, no. We're the, seek ye first the king, not the things, right? Right? Matthew 6.33. So, so that's not our particular topic, but this is saying you're not fit for the kingdom. You're not fit to... To operate in you, you'll find out that you're supposed to be ruling some things, you know. Because the scripture says, have dominion, right? Be, be fruitful, multiply, multiply, replenish, but have dominion. Genesis, he made us, he designed us to have dominion. We're supposed to be ruling, not being ruled, right? You know, right? So, so he's saying you're not fit to, for your position in the kingdom. 
You're not fit if you put your hand to the plow. So, okay, of course, he's using some agriculture. So, you know, they 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 plowed. You know, so you they plowed and they had the the oxen leading them ahead. And this is the thing when you when you're plowing. Now, y'all saying how you know you're from Newark? Uh, so the people that raised me was from Rocky Mount, North Carolina. Right. So 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 when you plow, you got to keep that line straight, right? Because the crops have to grow straight and they have to have room for the roots to breathe, right? If you, if, if, if you plow like this, just crook it all over the place, your crops can grow on top of each other and fight against each other for resources and end up killing each other. So you got to keep the, the plow going. So, so, so if Junior went out to plow, there's Junior, you got to stay focused. You keep both of your hands on that plow and go forward. If you take your hand off, the plow has a tendency to, to go that way. So it says he's to put his hand to the plow and looks back. It's not fit for the kingdom. He's not going to stay in line. Remember that narrow way, Matthew uh, 6, right? Is it Matthew 6? Yeah, it's Ma I think it's Matthew 6. This is narrow way that leads to life and peace. So he says, all right, so, so let's keep going. So we talked about an inheritance among the sanctified. We talked about don't look back to be fit for the kingdom. Remember Lot's wife? You remember? Okay, so remember uh, Lot and um, Solomon and Gomorrah was getting destroyed. So the, so the angels came and said, listen, man, just come with me. Come with me. He says, whatever you do, don't look back. See, because come with me is come, come and get what God has for you. If you're looking back, you're saying, yeah, but what about? So you're almost saying what God is, is, what God is directing you, there's something else that could be considered. So they was rolling. The wife looked back. And, of course, you know, she turned into a pillar of salt, right? So this is saying, this is saying, hey, if, you're, if you want to be fit for the kingdom, you don't look back. So don't look back at your, your accolades. Don't look back at your hurts and pains. Don't look back at uh, what was or try to fix what, fix what wasn't because this, this has been hurting us. Because if you're doing these things, you're not fit for the kingdom of God because you're not all in. See, 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 man, if I only would have did this, maybe that relationship would be different. You know, because, you know, some people be like like 40 trying, looking for people on Facebook that was their friends in high school. Those, you know, those was kids, right? <laughs> you know, they were children, right? You had to, they haven't been through no wars yet. Like, we've been married 25 going on 26 years. We've been through some wars. Like, like we're the best of friends. Matter of fact, okay, I'm saying this for effect, right? You know, I'm, I, you know, I have to walk in humility, but I'm saying this for effect. Like, I watch people be trying to talk to my wife. I just be sitting there, like, go ahead, <laughs> do your, try, try your best, cause see, they ain't been through no wars. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, really? Like, ask her. Like, she don't get no heat from me. Like, I'd be, I'd be like. Please. <laughs> she ain't getting no heat from me because there ain't nobody been through no wars. I, and that's, that's my confidence. My peace is, right? That should be her peace too. Like, hey, uh, what's the, the eagle story? My husband gave his life. He almost died for me. And like, listen, ain't nobody, went, ain't, ain't, nobody, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody getting that, right? All right, so just, I'm sorry. Let's just stay focused here. All right, so so we said uh, uh, he that puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. And we talked about an inheritance with them that are sanctified in Acts chapter 20, uh, verse 32. So and the other scripture is Luke 9, 62 for those who didn't get it. So it says it's not fit for the kingdom because they're not all in, right? Now let's go to Acts. This is, you know, as we're talking about back to basics and we're starting off with perfection, holiness, and spiritual maturity for a reason. And let's go with Acts. Because, you know, some of us are, are been, in, been going to church for a while. And uh, some of us have got, got a lot of background. Some of us have schooling, uh, different things in school. Like, some of us uh, have spiritual degrees. And think about people that have natural degrees and have a sorry job. So this degree don't guarantee you a, a good job, right? Oh. <laughs> Wasn't trying to pick out nobody in particular, but I think I got an amen for those that are listening online from somebody in the audience, right? But what I'm saying is, 
so so it's a little more than that, right? Right? It's a little more than than, than um you know, there there are people that have phenomenal opportunities and phenomenal skill sets to do a lot of different things, but it, it takes a little more than that, which we'll find out today. So even in the kingdom, the pew the, the these chairs are at church every service. They're here when we're not. <laughs> Soaking up the, the worship music that's playing while while nobody's around, right? But that the like I haven't they've been at the same level ever since we've known these chairs which was uh 2011 yeah ever since we known these chairs they've been at the same level so that means it's something that we have to do we can't just be chairs right right does that make sense all right so so we'll find out why here so Acts chapter 18 verse 24 Acts chapter 18 verse 24 it says, and a certain Jew uh, named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man. That's a good speaker, right? Yeah, like an orator. And mighty in the scriptures. Oh, eloquent, good speaker, and mighty in the scriptures. So he's breaking it down. Came to Ephesus. Uh, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord. So he also was trained in the, the, the way of the Lord, right? And being fervent in spirit. Man, this, listen, his resume is thick, right? Fervent in spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord. So he also has a level of discipline, right? Knowing, uh, knowing only the baptism of John, so with little information he had, he, he used every ounce of it to impact the kingdom, right? You can see that from those scriptures, can't you? And verse 26, and he began to speak boldly. Oh, listen, he wasn't even running from witnessing. He's speaking boldly, right? We know people in it that got the same resume, don't we? In our lives, right? You know somebody, right? Okay. Some of them might be you. I guess that's why you're quiet. Okay. All right, so so it says, and he began to speak boldly in the, in the synagogue. So he's not just speaking boldly, but he's at church speaking boldly. People, he's speaking boldly among people that's supposed to know stuff, right? And then uh, it says, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God. Look, what does it say there? More perfectly. So as much as he had a solid resume, there was more that he can get, Right? Uh, there's another version that says they, they expounded him a more excellent way. There's, huh? Another version says accurately, right? So it's not like he wasn't skilled, he wasn't bold, he wasn't eloquent, he wasn't mighty in scripture, he wasn't strong in the spirit, he didn't have any boldness in him, he didn't witness the people, he wasn't a person that you would say, now that's a Christian right there. But there still was always something else he could learn, Right? And so, so that's why we're back to the basics doesn't limit any of us as we're going through this process, right? So all that was to set us up to, to, so we all can be attentive to understand that we all can get something. Now, 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 you notice at the end it said more perfectly, you know, because we have this line that's running around, um, nobody's perfect, right? Right? Don't we? So, so, so when you hear that line, that's almost saying, why bother? C can we derive that from that line? Nobody's perfect. Like, why bother? Why even put forth effort? Nobody's perfect. Before we make the statement, nobody's perfect. Are we perfect? So do we need the statement? No, the statement is, is a, a, a countermeasure is what they call it. Right? It's a counter. I don't know if y'all, you know, Air Force and all that. So, you know, somebody trying to uh, 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 send a missile to blow up your plane, they release countermeasures. So the missile is, is, is sensing heat, the heat of the, you know, the thrust coming out of the plane. So it's, it's locked on to that heat signal. And so what they do when they, when they release countermeasures, the countermeasures are sending off heat too. So they're hoping the missile goes, what, after the countermeasures, but never have, never connects to its target. So nobody's perfect is a countermeasure because the truth is coming and people are hoping that the truth doesn't connect to the target. So they're sending out a diversion, <laughs> right? 
Nobody's perfect. Yeah, I shut you down now. I guess you ain't gonna say nothing else to me now, are you? All right, all right. So just, just, just. I mean, just, just as a consideration, even if you use that line, you can always uh, change, right? Right. If that's been one of your lines, you can change because we're growing, right? Here at Aris Christmas in the church, right? Sometimes we're just saying stuff we never really thought about. We might not even intended to be a countermeasure, but it's a countermeasure whether you intended it to be or not. Okay. All right. All right, so let's go to, because uh, we're going to spend some time talking about this, this perfection thing. But let's, let's look here at uh, Isaiah 26, right? It's a, a, a scripture we use at the church, but we're going to um, look harder. The scripture says, rightly divide the word, right? So we're going to look harder into this. So it's Isaiah 26, verse 3. I've been, I was giving this to people for many years, a lot of uh, 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 athletes at collegiate level and professional level, because, you know, it's a lot of pressure when you're out there um, playing in front of 100,000 or 70,000 or whatever. So you, if you can keep your mind stayed on God, you can stay in peace, right? But we're going to look at it a little bit different. Now look at this, uh, verse 3. It says, thou will keep him in what? perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee now perfect peace so you got those two words there's that word perfect again and then you have peace the interesting thing is that statement is saying complete with nothing lacking and nothing missing now complete a word a definition for perfection is complete which we'll get into a little later but complete a definition for uh peace is nothing Broken, nothing missing, nothing lacking. Um, or uh, another thing could be whole. I, I know we think about serenity, but just just work with me here. He'll keep them in perfect. See, if you have whole, if nothing's missing, nothing lacking, nothing missing, you do you do feel serene, <laughs> right? Everything's covered. Everything's taken care of, right, Jerry? All right, okay. All right, so so so, and and the message says. Um, for that same verse it says completely whole it uses so it's, it's taking the two words complete and whole completely whole so he'll keep them completely whole whose mind has stayed on him what's happening he'll keep them completely whole if our mind has stayed on him it goes back to the Matthew 633 scripture we read earlier seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness goes Colossians set your affections on things above See, 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 what, why, why do we even deal with pressure? Because if we set ourselves on things above, then, Minister Lamar, God has a, a, a fearfully and wonderfully made design for you. There's no pressure because can't nobody be you. But if you sense pressure, then you mean, you're trying to meet quotas, life quotas, people quotas, status quotas, families quotas. You're trying to, you caught up with keeping up. That's where the pressure is coming from, right? Because the pressure, like, like, I'm not dealing with pressure because I'm doing what God tells me to do. And guess what? God's allowed us to pastor his church. So it's his church. So how you, however he wants it. But if it's how I want it, I could be under pressure. Does that make sense? Okay, all right, all right. If it's how you want it, it could create pressure. But it's not going to happen because I got to be obedient to what God says, right? I think we should do this. Yeah, that's fine. If God says that too, we're going to do that. <laughs> but we can't just do it because the other church is doing it, right? Or because we used to do it at our other church, right? Guys come in Ohio State, we ain't do that at our school. You was in high school, and yes, there's a wonderful system, but now you're at a Division I school, and they have a new system, so you have to learn a new system. So guess what? We're at Ayers. We're not where I went to church. We don't do things here the way I did it at the church I was at for 18 years. Why? Because this is God's church, right? Okay, good, good, good. All right, so just just perfect peace, completely whole. And um, let's go, uh, I think Pastor Mel used this scripture, Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13. Just setting a foundation for our back to the basics series of classes here on Wednesday night uh, Hebrews 13 and we'll do verse 20 
Hey, look here. You're going to see a lot of peace and perfection and all this stuff. But look, it says, now the God of peace, right? So we could say the God of whole, the God of wholeness, right? It says, that brought you again from the dead, uh, that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through uh, the blood of everlasting covenant, make you what? Perfect in what? Wait, 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 wait. Make you perfect in every good work to do what? His will. Working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through what? Through who? Jesus Christ, right? It's a little master life in there, right? To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, look at this. Verse 21 says, make you perfect in every good work. Now, every involves what? I'll just make sure we're all paying attention. Oh, right? So, nobody's perfect. How does that fit in if God is trying to make us perfect? So, if per is, is perfection attainable is the question. Okay, all right. So, so now we heard, that's not a trick question, just by the way. But, but I did hear some people Based on what the scriptures say, say what? Yes, perfection is possible. All right, good, good, good. Just work, work with me. It's not my opinion. This, this is scripture. Now let's go to First Peter two. First Peter two. First Peter two, and we'll do uh, verse nine. it's a, a scripture that's that's been widely used in the body of Christ. It says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a holy people, right? It says, a peculiar people, special, that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. It says, which in time past you were not a people, but now you, now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Now that's interesting. Royal priesthood, holy nation. So, so basically you're a chosen, a chosen race, you're a royal priesthood, a consecrate, consecrated or set apart holy um, nation, special people. For God's own own uh, possessions, uh, uh, so like a little bit of the amp amplified version. Uh, if you let me see, uh, where were I said two nine ten. Where are we at? Red nine ten. Uh, verse eleven. It says, "Dearly beloved, I beseech you, as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from what fleshly lusts, which war against the soul." Right. Another version says, beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers in this world, right, to abstain from sensual urges, those dishonorable desires that wage war against your soul. You got to ask yourself, who would actually enlist soldiers against themselves? <laughs> right. It says, uh, so it's saying that because you're you've been designed as a, a priest, a, a chosen generation, a holy nation, it says don't do things that's gonna uh, weaken uh, we'll say this just for effect here, your superpowers okay, don't do things that's gonna weaken your ability to walk in a level of completeness or perfection All right? and now let's go here to Matthew 5 Matthew, Matthew 5 And we'll do verse 48. This is red letters, so we all, we all know this is Jesus talking, right? It's on the heels of Beatitudes here. It says, uh, verse 48, it says, Be ye therefore what? Perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Right? Now remember, this whole is complete. And this is the thing. Can two walk together unless they be agreed? Right? Amos 3.3. 3. So 
if we're coming to God uh, not the way he desires us to come, then it's hard for God to even come around us. This is one of the first things I realized. I mean, it's almost like, like, like we agree God is 100% perfect, even from the sense of the word, uh, the performance sense of the word. Well, we're talking about much more than that. Now we're talking about completeness, nothing, just everything. But even from performance, we know God's perfect, right? Even though we, there's some things we don't understand, but that's because we haven't arrived to our perfection. That doesn't mean God's not perfect. Imagine God is perfect, and we, it's uh, cool, uh, and uh, we come around him in our sin or in our lust and stuff like that. Well, that, that's going to mess things up. You know, one of the first revelations I got was the reason why I, I, I understood the value of Jesus is that like, I was praying, and, and God's like, whoa, whoa, what's all that funk? Like, all that crap. Jesus, do me a favor. Go down and cleanse him with your blood. But Jesus was coming down to cleanse me with the blood. I was running. I'm running from the very thing that's going to give me access to the God that I'm praying to. Right? R just running. Just <laughs> he almost got me today, man. <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm like, man, man, I almost, almost got, got caught up in that, 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 that God Jesus stuff, man. <laughs> like, what was I thinking, right? Or what are some of us thinking? Because some... Some people have been doing things of that, too, that nature, too. All right, so we said uh, be, be therefore perfect. And let's go to Philippians 3. Philippians 3. So I think we've made a pretty decent case that perfection is attainable, right? And so if perfection is attainable, I think we've made a good case that Making the statement, nobody's perfect, shouldn't even come out of our mouth ever again, right? All right, so Philippians 3, verse 15. And this is after, you know, I count it all dung for the excellency of knowledge of Christ. Uh, I count everything lost. This is Paul said. See, see, he's saying, I'm not looking back. I count it all lost. Even my accolades for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. He says, I press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, right? Verse 14, and then we get down here to uh, 15. It says, let us therefore as many as be what? Perfect, right? It, that, that is in the scripture, right? It's not Pastor Keith's opinion. It says, but thus minded, and if anything be ye, uh, if, if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So it says, as many as be perfect. So again, th these, obviously, um, not to be redundant, it's attainable. So I, I want to give you this statement, a perfect Christian, a perfect Christian. A perfect Christian is one who knows they need Christ at every level. There's, there's not a time in our life where we don't need Christ. <laughs> All right? Right? Exactly? We got that? And let's go to Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. You know, because all this is a process. We know it's a process. Uh, you know, we, we do, you know, we're doing courtship and premarital with different different folk and uh we understand when they when 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 they come they're not they don't show up in our office ready made you know we was talking to a couple the other day and we were letting them know like listen i ain't sure ready made now again our questionnaire is just like the doctor's office <laughs> you know you get the questionnaire cynthia you get the questionnaire for 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 courtship premarital. It's like right, Pastor Mel. It's like it's like the doc's office. You know, they be asking y'all them questions like, you know, uh, how many partners you been with? Uh, you have any venereal diseases? Uh, uh, what drugs you doing? Like you got to answer them right because otherwise they can't help you, right? Then they take you in the office and they tell you what? Y'all know, strip down, right? <laughs> like they don't go, hey, hey. What's, what's, what's your workout regimen this week? They don't care, do they? Right, so, you know, as Pastor Mel always says, because what's not exposed can't be helped, right? And so, so uh, 
you know, we understand it's a process. So as we're talking through this stuff, we're going to be discussing a lot of targets for our lives. The one of the targets that we just finished discussing um, is perfection as a target to 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 complete to get to a place of completion. Right. That's the target for us. Right now, it, it's not saying you're there now. It's saying, well, well, well. I, I think what I think what the scripture is saying is probably obvious. You're not there because it hasn't been a goal for you. Under the guise of nobody's perfect, right? Does that make sense? All right, stay with me here. Stay with me again, and try not to just look through the lenses of have I made every shot when I when I took a, a jump shot. You know, you know, it's a level of performance. We're we're talking more about design and purpose like you design and purpose for something I guarantee you if God designed and perfect uh, and, and perfected you to make every shot you know what's gonna happen you're gonna make every shot right if you, but, but the thing is are you trying to that's the thing are you trying to see see nobody's perfect like man nobody's listen I, I don't know what what do they do today sports today because playing with these guys this morning. I don't know what what's going on. Like I, I, I was just looking at this guy like, like why, why do you even get up in the morning, right? Like so so as I was pursuing basketball, I was trying to make every shot. No, literally, and you couldn't make none. That was my goal. Did it always happen? Of course not. Did it happen at times? Yes, it did. Right, but that was my goal. So if I fall short of that, you know, what, what, a 90 or 80% or something. But if I'm trying to get 90, 80%, I fall short of that, what, I'm at 60. But if I'm, I'm just like 60, I, well, if I just get 50%, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I fall short of that, I'm at 30, right? Reach for the, uh, the, 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 the stars, you, you'll end up in the clouds, all right? All right, so Hebrews 2, Hebrews 2, you'll love this. Uh, we're going to use this passage when we talk about in this series, uh, once saved, always saved. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that too. But it says, uh, verse 1, it says, Therefore we ought to give more earnest heed, earnest heed uh, to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Hey, that's similar to what he said, man, I, I, that's a, I, I, uh, I warned you with, with tears what was coming. And they said, we should give more earnest heed to the things that we're listening to, lest they slip. The Bible says there's a chance that every time we hear something, it could slip if we, are, we don't give earnest heed to it. You know, you know, you know it's, it's, it's earnest money is a, it's a, you, it's a cost. You, you're paying something to secure what you desire, right? You know, when we get this property we're getting, we have to put some earnest money down to show that we're serious about not only obtaining the property, but to make sure they can't sell to nobody else, right? Yeah, we, we locked in. We gave you our earnest money, right? We're locked in. So this is saying give earnest heed or intention or listen, man, let's, whoo, like, like I asked my wife, we'd be driving. I said, babe, do me a favor. Text me this, what we just finished talking about because I don't want it to slip. Oh, I got to do me a favor, babe. Put these in my notes. Hey, hey, airdrop this to me in my phone right now. We, we, we do it all the time. And she's like, baby, could you write that down for me? Why? Because we don't want it to slip. I was in here listening to the song I Surrender. Put it in my, uh, my notes because I have a list of music in my notes. I don't want to forget it because I want to include that in my worship playlist. That's what I, I play, you know, uh, especially when I'm um, – um, doing fast weeks or if I'm studying, I just spend the whole day listening to worship. You know, even if I'm going to the gym. Sometimes I have an earbud in while I'm playing ball, playing ball listening to worship. Cause I, I just, you know, so, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want it to slip. A, a little nugget, y'all be saying stuff. Listen, y'all watch me over there. If you taught, I be taking notes. Cause I don't want it to slip. I got, I got to get that information and then it ain't no coincidence I come back and say, well, you know, I was talking to Siobhan, and she said such and such. Talking to Ray. And I think there's a value with, with crediting the vessel God used to get the information. It doesn't take away from the teaching. That's why I do that all the time. Some people don't care enough. They just want 
maybe the credit for it communicates something. I'm not like that. Like, I think it's a value that the Lord used that vessel to impact me. So I want to share. It could be a little kid. She'll tell you. I did a whole teaching on the bullfrogs and the, what was it, and the butterflies? Uh, uh, that was Stan. Uh, Stan Bias. He did a little, they did a little play with the kids. I mean, I took so many notes from that play and gave Stan his props. Anyway, that's another story. I thought I should slip that in. He says, so, so verse two, it says, for if the word, now remember, therefore we ought to, verse one, ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we let, we should let them slip. It says, for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedient received a just recompense of, re recompense of reward, meaning that e even when angels communicated something, if people didn't get it, man, due to the, 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 the payment, the consequence was severe. At verse, th verse 3, how shall we escape? Now it's saying if if, if if the word that the angels is that, that was spoken by angels was serious, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Now, again, that word salvation is wholeness. It's wholeness again. It says, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed, confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. So he confirmed it. The Bible says God works with his word with signs and wonders, you know, to, 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 to confirm his word. Right. And so why is he confirming? It? He's like, man, listen, I want you all to know how serious this word is. God is saying, how shall we? Because one, Jesus spoke it. The disciples confirmed it. Signs and wonders backed it up. And then God has sent out pro uh, preachers. That's why it says, man, you, you, you better take serious somebody that labors in the word. It's that serious. But we're casual with it. We're so casual with it, sometimes we don't even pay no mind. Like we think we can go a day without the word. That's amazing. Like something so valuable and essential in our lives. And we just go... Yeah, well, you know, words smirk. But it's saying this is how serious it is because this is what feeds us to perfection. Right? All right, and then uh, let's drop down here to verse 6. It says, uh, but one in a certain place, well, verse 5, it says, for unto, the, uh, for unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come wherever we speak. It says, but... But one in a certain place testifies, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or a son of man that thou visiteth him? And that's that's a a, a quote from uh, Psalms 8. Right? It says, it says, Thou hast made him look, look, look. And he says, nobody's perfect, is, is the statement that's been made, right? Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Thou crowneth him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of his hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. For look, look, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him, man. But now we see not yet all things put under him. So he says, God left everything under the rule of man. That's what dominion is. Straight domination. He says, but I, we look, it's just an angels asking questions. You know, this good Lord gave me a vision of this. Angels asking Jesus, I, I don't get it. What is man that thou art so mindful? God's so mindful of him. And he visits him. And he put everything in subjection under him. There was nothing that's not in subjection under him. I don't understand. He says, but when I look around, everything is not in subjection. So I don't understand why. God is, values them so much. But this is the interesting thing. God values them, us, more than we've been valuing ourselves. Nobody's perfect. Right? You, you understand? You see what I'm saying? Like, like, and, and, and we're, it's hard for us to recognize or see or be illuminated to it without the instruction manual. 
You had these superpowers. Yeah, you, you watch the movies. Somebody has superpowers. They don't even know what's going on. I don't know why I'm doing this. And they go find somebody that they could talk to, you know, somebody from ancient times or something. And they, they be reading through. Oh, well, see, what happens is uh, years ago there was other people like you. Uh, and some of them walked through walls or some of them uh, flew. So this is what you need to do. And he's giving them the instructions, right? And then, they, you know, they go get the instructions and they try to figure out how to, how to use this stuff, man. How do I make this stuff happen? How, how do I, 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 I utilize it without destroying myself or anybody around me? Right? Does that make sense? And so, so God has given us these instructions and we've excused class with lines like nobody's perfect. Otherwise saying, I can never be what God says I could be. So what I'll do is I'll settle for being like them. Which I can never be that either if I'm honest with myself. <laughs> I'm not designed to be them. All right? So, so just keep that in mind. And, and so at every level, we can't cheat spending time in the Word. Like, like we have two services, it ain't enough. Yes, we want to gear things towards family, but what kind of family is it with no word? How's that going to play out in the long run? A bunch of people living less than their design and their superpowers. It's going to lead to depression, frustration, lust of other things. Because I have this thirst that I can't quench because I'm not feeding myself with the word that's supposed to quench it and also show me how to utilize it. Man, if you got skills, that's why it's dangerous for people to uh, just be retiring. Because if you have ability, see, they set a, somebody else set the mark on when you're done. But you've been designed differently. Suppose that's not the mark God set. People die shortly after retirement. N not everybody. This is ain't trying to scare everybody. <laughs> but, but, but why? Because now they're not living. <laughs> and the same thing happens when we're outside of our design. We're not living. We're not designed just to be sitting around the house watching TV. And we're not just, hey, listen. I'm... I'm Again, we said targets, right? We're not designed just to sit around a house, period. And we're not just designed for our families. We're designed for the family. That's ultimately where our design is. That's Bible. That's not Keith. That's Bible. All right. Again, we set setting targets. So, so again, we're gonna have to rise to a level of spiritual maturity. Okay, we're gonna have to get to a level of spiritual maturity. Yeah, you know, I was, I was, uh, me and Ray was having a conversation. Um, I think last week. Uh, I don't remember what week. And so, what the Lord had brought up in the conversation was the Holy Spirit interjected this into the conversation. He said, basically, we're in a culture right now of. I think I was talking to Mr. Sammy about this too. I'm not sure, but of spiritual immaturity. And so 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 I gave him an example like when I was in uh, high school it said I, I haven't done all the research but it said that our our high school classes uh is what initiated what's called the baby boom. But now I do know everybody was getting pregnant. I do know that. Everybody's what? Chasing lust. So people was having children prematurely. And, and, and back then, you can't do it now because it uh, was the children's services now. Back then, guys were just like, because they're immature, right? Guys would be like, hey, mine. And they just go about their business. That was it. And then the girl was like, he says it's not his. And then she ended up raising a child. You, you can't get away with stuff like that now. But now it was like, all you had to do was say it wasn't yours, and that was it. And then, Again, you know, they wasn't doing testing. Testing wasn't as e easy to access. People didn't have the resources in some cases. But I, I said that to say, I, I noticed something about the baby boom. I noticed something about the parents. The parents was doing stuff that kids do. Buying their kids stuff that a kid won't want their child to have. You know, you, know, you buy something, you know, this, you buy these Jordans, right? 
They only lasted for like two weeks because the kids' feet is constantly growing, right? But you know, they were just doing stuff. They telling the child to call them by their first name, not establishing any authority because you have to establish. Yeah, we, we understand that, right? Again, there's people that have probably done these things. I'm not, I don't know everyone that's done them, and I'm not communicating to excoriate anybody, break, put anybody down. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm actually saying ex exactly what God wants us to discuss, and people may have to adjust, okay? We have to make adjustments. That's what correction is for, right? You, you make an adjustment. You don't run from correction. You just make an adjustment. But people, you know, just call me, call, call me Mary. Okay, fine. That's your friend. But now when you have to draw a line in the sand, your child's too familiar with you. I, but that's, they weren't being evil. They were being what? Teenagers. Right? In our culture, we almost have the same thing spiritually. It's running rampant. It's a bunch of spiritual, immature people. So they're making decisions that a spiritual teenager would make. They're responding like a spiritual teenager. There used to be, I was in a culture, we, we was raised in a culture of a lot of spiritual maturity. You know, not just ascribing to something religious and stuff like that. Like, like we was passing around books. Like, 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 that's what our fellowship was. We young, we, we, we uh, Jamal and them age, or even younger, Ray and them, I don't know how, y'all, late 30s, mid 30s, man, y'all be trying to play, you late 30s, right, he's late 30s, you mid 30s, you low 30s, oh, just 30, <laughs> she said just 30, like she, she hit me with the just 30, I got you, alright, so we, we were, uh, we were between the mid and and the uh, early 30s, but we was running around like, yo, yo, did you read uh, Jesse the Planets God Close Encounter of the God Kind? Yo, 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 check this out. I was reading Understanding the Anointing. Oh my God, I mean, did you check that out? And then we would pass it. Yo, man, you got to check this out. Man, what you got? What you got? What you got? That's what we was doing. We was we like we were trying to grow, like spiritually grow. When I ministered to the youth, the 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 whole. The church is bigger. The whole front row, second row, all youth. Because it was the, the foundation was the word. It wasn't uh, 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 candy and games and pizza. And we did candy, games, and pizza at times. But when we showed up, we showed up for work. You came up for the youth meeting. You come up the stairs. When you got to the door, there was a sign outside the door, which I'm, I'm thinking about putting one out there. Of course, it wouldn't be like I did it. I taped it. You can't tape. That's not excellent. But it was a sign outside the door. I put it out there. Hey, hey, Holy Spirit is operating. We can't come in here talking. Holy Spirit is moving. We can't, we can't, we can't be having no conversation. Why? Man, I had, and I ain't had no hip-hop, spiritual hip-hop, spiritual rap, or none of that. We, we, we had a rap team. So, and we did that once, once a month, where the rap team would come to the youth meeting, and they would rap. On a daily basis, it was worship going up in there. Worship, uh, what's that, what's that, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, integrity. It was integrity, integrity music. You know, man, I was playing that worship. And, and I would go in and lay hands on every chair in there. Before the meeting even started. We come in there, power hit that place. Power hit that place. Because, see, we were growing up mature. We wasn't just happy that we had titles and rituals. Uh, we had a meeting one time, a youth meeting. Everybody was like, yeah, they had this program and this idea. It wasn't me. I'm telling you right now, it wasn't me. I broke down and started crying. And they looking at me like, what's wrong with this fool? I was like, what about the what about the what about the kids? I said, we heard about oh, we had all these high level programs. We forgot something. What about the youth? I ain't hear nothing about them. I said, the Holy Spirit is grieved. I I have a, a, a tendency to do stuff like that. Like it wasn't me. I I I, I just like okay, what's what's this here? <laughs> they looking at me like we just having a meeting, bro. You okay? Was well, you don't have a program? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Spiritual maturity. And we got to return to spiritual maturity. All right, okay, all right. So, so, so let's go, uh, it's, it's throughout the scripture, but let's go to 1 Corinthians 3. 
1 Corinthians 3. See, 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 we're on, we trying to rush out of church. The very thing that's supposed to give us power, we're trying to run out of it to do what? I watch these young people, they be trying to rush home to do what? To play another game? She, she said, eat. And you got to, like, 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 like we, remember, babe? We used to be like, man, we used to be on it. Like, we used to be on it. We used to be up front. We used to be on it. Like, we used to, like, we, we soaking up everything we can get. Every, every nug we get. Who coming in town? We going to be there. And then we get the tapes and listen to them over and over and over again. Over and over and just over and over again. Chewing on that thing. Like, oh, man, did you just not want, man, y'all missed something in that tape. But I, th that's how we roll. Held each other accountable, too. Not what you trying to say. Ain't nobody perfect. No, ain't nobody wrote like that. Listen, we listen. We knew the person that was uh not being consistent, and we would get together like, hey, listen, uh, 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 time for a meeting. We gonna have a uh, we gonna have a little lunch meeting, and, and we had a meeting, and 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 we like so 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 talk to us. What's going on? What you doing? And then the person, man, I man, I, I ain't been doing right, but that would take them to another level. Right? Instead of just like, I ain't saying nothing because I don't want them mad at me. Oh, oh, no, no. Hey, 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 Mr. Sammy, I'm not going to say nothing because nobody's perfect. Who am I to judge? Now, we might not get it to it today, but we'll get to it within the next two or three weeks. And we're going to talk about judgment, too. <laughs> yeah, did y'all know judgment is spiritual discernment? It's discernment. Judgment is the ability to process right but we just turn it into one word you know passing sentence and then we don't even use it for passing sentence we use it when someone addresses what we're actually doing <laughs> we say don't judge they ain't judging you they calling it like they see it it's called truth <laughs> we done flipped truth into don't judge me see all these things see, see the truth of the correction that's, that's how we grow. But when we're always living a life where we're trying to avoid any correct, well, I don't want nobody to think, you are trying to embarrass me? You can't be embarrassing as, as a, a man and woman of God. Embarrassed? Say, 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 no, no, because we're dead. Our life is here in Christ. Dead men don't have no feelings. See, again, I know some of us have had feelings. That's not me putting nobody down. That's saying that's how we're supposed to be in the kingdom. That's how we're supposed to be. So, but see, if we could feel funky because somebody said you're not supposed to be embarrassed and you're going, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. All you're doing is justifying being less than God designed you to be as opposed to opening yourself up, opening your heart up to be pulled into what he purposed you to be. That's all, it's, it's that, and that's what we have to do. We have to get there because, hey, listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. She could be as annoying as she want, and my wife is anointed. But I guarantee you, if I keep, if I'm running from stuff or somebody addressed me and tell me I need to change something, and I'm constantly figuring out a way around it, and I, I got my little uh, eloquent or, or orator words to, to put a spin on it, man, I'm stopping us from getting some stuff. I'm not saying we're not getting anything. We are. But God has much more than we've ever, than we've been experienced. So we got to be, we got to grow and we got to be on the same page. That's why we challenge each other. We challenge each other. And neither one of us like it. You know what I mean when I say that. On, on, you like the results, you just don't like the pain to get the results. <laughs> yeah, but we like the results. That's why we do it. But we don't, no, no, nobody like the pain. See, see, so, so, so we're going to have to step up. We're going to have to confront some situations, address some behaviors. We can't be, I, I'm, not, I'm not that type of person. No, you haven't been that type of person. You choose not to be. And see, we're not talking about whether you have a vibrant personality or not. Addressing behavior, you could address a behavior and be all, be just, just, you could be just as surreal as you normally are. But somebody can address a behavior, a behavior and they're hyped. That's, I get it. That's two different personalities. But addressing behavior is addressing behavior. What happens when somebody, when, 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 when somebody embarrasses you? Or when something rubs you the wrong way? 
What happened to I don't confront people then? You understand what I'm saying? If 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 if, if they if the right nerve get hit, oh, you gonna say something, <laughs> right? All of us, we uh, uh, the person. Uh, uh, I'm just I'm the type of person. I just stated myself. Well, you ain't standing to yourself right now, <laughs> right? Like, so, so that's what I'm saying. We gotta we gotta we gotta grow, right? We gotta mature. Uh, all right. So what did I say? First Corinthians three. It says uh, uh, verse one. First Corinthians three verse one. It says, "And I, brethren, could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, fleshly, even as look unto babes in Christ." I fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to hear it, neither yet now are ye able. For you are yet carnal, fleshly. For whereas there is among you envy, this is what he's calling immature. It, whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions, you are, are ye yet not carnal? And look, look, and walk as men. The fact that he said you're walking as men is saying that there's something else you could be walking as. Superman. He said, you still walking? Are you still Indian? Hey, why? All I have for you? Like, you still jealous? You still see somebody because uh, uh, they dress nice and they got a personality like, oh, they ain't all that. Well, I just don't like the way they always smiling. What is they supposed to do? Walk around look sad because you're insecure? See, that's not me putting you down. I'm just saying we got to grow beyond that. And this word is what helps us. Listen, you're talking to somebody right now. Since I'm sitting here talking to you. I, I wasn't talking in front of nobody. Listen, you couldn't get me out of the college when you had to do the, uh, the report, the book report. I was like, oh, man, I had to go talk. And I messed that up. I'd be cussing and doing stuff. I mean, not, not going off. I didn't realize I was cussing. They told me later. Um, what I'm saying, I, I didn't like talking in front of people. I had to do announcements at church for my basketball program. This is what? Two, three minutes, three minute announcement. I, man, I used to be praying the whole day. All right, so I'm going to say this. I hope I say this. Then, if they, then if they, the service would be flowing by the Holy Ghost and they would shift the announcements. I'm like, man, you know, because now there's more time and then that's more I got to think. So I, I wasn't like trying to get up in front of nobody at all. I'm telling you at all. Uh, they had me singing on, uh, on that one New Year's. Terrible. I, that was terrible. It's, it's on video out there somewhere. But this is the point. I did it. As, as, it's out there. I, haven't take, I, I didn't change the video. I, I, was, I, was, I, I was posting video back then. I posted it. I could be like, well, we won't be posting this one. <laughs> yeah, that, that y'all be telling a story where y'all have no proof. I could have erased the video. No, but I didn't. I, I just hey, that, hey. <laughs> that was me and my words. <laughs> See, that's a testimony. So when I'm when I'm out here blowing, y'all be like, I remember back. <laughs> my point is, it's not me. God did that. That word. I didn't do it. I didn't want to confront nobody. I didn't want to talk to nobody. God. I, I've been on stages playing in front of thousands. I do what me. I would listen. I'm the guy. My first day of tryout, my freshman year. Some of y'all see this. I was so nervous they had to escort me off the court. I couldn't see Jamal. I couldn't, I couldn't see nothing. I was so nervous. My eyes were blurred. I, and I was just, I, I was stuck in one place. And they, somebody had to escort me. That's how nervous I was. Playing basketball. They, they, we had a drill. You go, you go into the hole, this big guy right here, you would turn, catch the ball, then you had to shoot. I would stay just like this. I'd let me, I'm not turning around. <laughs> All he gonna do is block my shot anyway. The same guy, God took to a point where I see a big guy in the hole and I say, jump. I, just, I tell him, jump. Because I know he won't go get there before me. But that's how God does you. There's, there's things you, there's nothing you're, capable, you're incapable of doing. But it's going to start with this. It's going to start with this. This is the key. This is the key to everything you're looking for. I'm telling you right now, it's the key to everything you're looking for.
Uh, so I gave you that. I gave you that. First Peter uh, uh, one. Uh, one and two, I'm just giving it to you for the sake of time. It says, wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and evil speakings, as newborn babes desire, desire to sear milk of the word, that you look, that you may grow thereby, that you may grow. Jesus says something. He says, I come in the volume of the book, the whole entire book. He's like, like, when you breathe this, you breathe me in. And look, look, it says, first of all, he said, apart from me, you could do nothing. But he said, greater things than I do, you shall do. Jesus was performing signs, wonders, and miracles. Jesus went into towns and healed everything walking. We have that on the inside of us. But it's going to take word. We got to, see, see, we got to get back to the basics, man. We got to get back to the basics. Because we don't, and, 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 and again, remember, we said, you got to, you can't put your hand to the plow and look back. You can't look back at what you did, what you had, what you used to do, how you used to be. You can't do it. Ever, like, like it has no weight on where we're going. The, the, you know, the, the healings that the Lord used these vessels to, to uh, facilitate. They, hey, that was back then. They ain't got nothing to do with now. There's healings that need to be taking place now. You see what I'm saying? Like, 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 you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, the signs, wonders, and miracles that we experience, we're not focusing on those. There's stuff that needs to be taking place now. And God's trying to get that through our lives. Like, heirs is a part of God's remnant. Heirs is a customized special ministry that God has set up as a refuse to bring in uh I don't know if, I don't know if y'all watch uh um superhero stuff but you know I do uh cuz I used to read the comic books but the X-Men I don't know if y'all heard of the X-Men some of y'all may have some of you not well uh the X-Men had a headquarters right right uh uh, uh the headquarters was okay so they they were disguising things during the day you know like people would know these were X-Men, but it was, everybody was gifted. Everybody came in there was gifted to learn how to utilize their gifts, how to handle their gifts, right? So, so Ayers Christian Center Church has been designed for the gifted, for everybody to learn how to utilize their gifts, right? That's what we're equipped for. That's what he designed us to do, right? We good? All right, so 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 keep that in mind. Did, did I I didn't give you another scripture, did I? First Peter, we'll we'll stop there, but uh, we'll stop there. But we just want to spend some time with recognizing, not excusing ourselves from the the perfection, the holiness, and the and the and the, the power and the gifting that God has given us, and walking through the scripture and what the scripture has to say about it. First Peter one. One and two is what I gave you. No, First Peter one, one and two. I'm sorry. All right, so that's that's all for today.